Lime, duh. Everybody, welcome to the debate between one Nick Chulo and one Brian Dipperstein. Everybody, it's a beautiful night here in sunny, sunny Los Angeles, California. And uh, the rumblings, the bumblings, they've been happening for a while that these two need to go head to head. And this is for you, the people, to decide who is more knowledgeable has the better opinions about the current state of professional wrestling. I am Dan Black, the host of the Regular Guy News Podcast, a legitimate news outlet, and uh, the writer for the publication um, danblackattack.medium.com, which features one blog post about Trump working himself into a shoot. As everyone knows, this debate is sponsored by patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling, the Patreon of the, the Cal podcast. Um, and uh, tonight, this will this debate will have a town hall segment, uh, which will be uh, sponsored by the Patreon's Discord, where if you're a member of the Patreon, you get access to our Discord server, and we'll be taking questions from patrons over at the Discord. Now, um, before we begin, I would like to thank myself, um... Because uh, these are very too difficult guys to wrangle, Dipperstein, because he's a very busy man, and too low because he is too low. Now, um, the rules are simple of this debate. You have similar uh, to a presidential debate, uh, but this is way more important, way more prestigious, as a matter of fact. You'll each candidate here, each debater will have one minute to uh, make state their case on the question, and then will be an open discussion portion. Um, and you, I will let you know I will be keeping time. You will not be able to see your time. I will let you know um, in a familiar way what happened, uh, uh, when your one minute is up. The stakes of this, by the way, for you out there, the listener, uh, you will, the stakes of this is that uh, th- you guys will be able to vote uh, in the Facebook group, in the Community Facebook group, you'll be able to vote who you think came out the victor of this debate. And also, uh, in the Discord server, there'll be another uh, voting pool, meaning patrons have the opportunity to vote twice. Okay? This is not a fair election. It favors people with a couple dollars a month to support a podcast. All right, everybody. Uh, the loser of this debate... We'll have to buy the other AJ Styles replica gloves at WrestleMania 37 down in Tampa Bay. So what's on the line is a pair of AJ Styles replica gloves bought at a historic event, WrestleMania 37, the super spreader event of the century. That's the official uh, slogan for the event. Uh, let's meet our debaters here. Uh, they're here. Uh, I'll introduce our guest here on the Cow Airwaves, representing the cheap heat podcast mr the majin mr brian dipperstein returning back to cal welcome it's a pleasure to be here it's an honor it's a beautiful thing to be here thank you it's it's great to be here with you thank you hopefully you come out top and you don't look like a total failure (laughs) okay anyway i'm sure you won't and here representing uh uh, unfortunately for me, the comedians of wrestling podcast, Mr. Nick Dulo. I'm kidding. I'm fucking with you. Uh, Six seventeen p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's your boy Tiptoe with Tulo. Dan, I just like to thank you for having me here for this prestigious uh, occasion. Uh, Mr. Dipperstein, the mage himself, the mage agent, I should say. Uh, it's an honor to to be in the same room as you. Uh, someone with so much uh, knowledge and history about wrestling. Uh, I'm I'm excited about this today. Thank All right, so we'll kick it off. Let's get right into this debate. You know how we kick off every debate here on the Cow Podcast. Woo. Ooh, what flavor is that? Lime, duh. We crack wow. a LaCroix, and then you know we are in it. We'll kick off this debate with questions from me, 
Oh, beautiful mugs. Different scene with a sting mug. Tulo, you're taking their sips of water, their respective sips of water from wrestling mugs. I will say different scene with the better mug there already. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, That's my coffee mug, but let me just get some water here real quick. What do you have here? Oh, my God. Real quick, just... Uh... Oh, a Ric Flair... Uh, memorabilia cop. Oh, Dipper seats uh, headed to the kitchen, to the pantry. Uh, we haven't even started this. Shout out yet. to Ted from Wrestling for Sale. Uh, got me this beautiful uh, cup here. Wow, this is off the rails. This is specifically the first for moments ever. like this. I just yes. said. I mean, if what are you? Gonna... Oh my God, Dipper seat <laughs> with a Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, beer glass Cheers, mug. Listen, guys, this is not the substance of the argument, but let me tell you, this is the frosting on the cake, and baby, that's everybody's favorite part. All right, let's get into let's get into it, people. Okay, so. <laughs> I'm going to start over um, at Tulo. You'll have one minute to respond, and uh, then you. I will go over to uh, Dipperstein for a one-minute response, and then we'll have open discussion, okay? Fantastic. And we're going to start over in the world of SmackDown, okay? Ooh. Two weeks ago, I got a text message separately from the both of you, okay? I got a text message from Tulo that said, SmackDown is the best wrestling show on TV, end quote. Right. The same show Dipperstein texted me, that episode of SmackDown was horrendous. <laughs> Defend your opinions about SmackDown, the show. Uh, 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 let's go to Tula. Where are you at on SmackDown? So One minute on the clock. Currently, uh, I think SmackDown has the most complete, uh, well-balanced roster in professional wrestling. I think the men's uh, division and the women's division, both with top-tier talents at top, Roman Reigns, undeniably, maybe the best wrestler in the world right now, him maybe tied with Kenny Omega. And honestly, number two, Sasha Banks, uh, crossover talent. Uh, as a, uh, a talent agent yourself, Dipperstein, you know how huge it is to see Sasha Banks on... Um, Mandalorian. So I think their talent and the storytelling is complete uh, just from top to bottom. Sami Zayn, Big E, um, and the and the women's division is is very, very good. I also want to say that the Bailey segment on that show was just beautiful and perfect in every single way. So I think uh, I think just with the 8K cameras now and uh, and the production and the Thunderdome, I think SmackDown is just a beautiful produced show. Sorry, That's my time. I'll allow the mage to use my extra time if you would like. All right, that's the end of your time. Dipperstein, let's throw over to you for the same question. I think that was a very hollow response. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll start with the Roman Reigns of it all. I, I, I love Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. his, he smells great. His teeth look great. His hair looks good. He's a very sexy man. But the Kevin Owens storyline is not working for me. It's useless. It's not interesting to see the two of them in the ring. The entire show cannot be based around Roman Reigns, even though he's great and he's doing the best work of his life. The Kevin Owens of it all, it, it just, it, it's not interesting to me. So there's that, okay? Okay. Uh, I mean, the ding dong thing was maybe one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. It was, I mean, they didn't even attempt to make it uh, interesting in any capacity. She comes in, uh, Bianca Belair, who I love, comes down to the ring. All they do is talk. They yammer at each other. There was absolutely no substance to what they were talking about. There's no storyline. One person hates the other person. That's what they think is a storyline these days. It, it doesn't work for me. And like, what, what the, the whole thing is just this, that her walking through a door. It's not even Piper's pit. It's nothing. It's not even the Miz show. It's just it's her walking through a door. How is that creative? It's, All right, let's, let's move to let's move to open discussion. Too low. Do you have a response to that, guys? Let let it flow. Um, I just think it's it's nice to see someone like Bailey getting an opportunity to showcase herself. I would say if you kind of compare it to the Britt Baker segment, which you also said wasn't good. Um, I think it's. This is probably the first time she's getting a shot at doing this on live TV. Obviously, I think it needs a little bit more time. Uh, but I think it's Bailey coming into her own, and I think it's something that needs to happen more. One, also, women's wrestling getting more featured segments, which we've never seen before. When was the last time we've seen a, a women's show besides for a uh, cup of coffee with Alexa Bliss or whatever it is? But I think those segments are important. So And, and plus, you get to feature Bianca Belair on it. So um, I, I think the Kevin Owens knock is... 
a huge issue for me is that I think Kevin Owens is a national treasure. I think every time he's on the screen, something good is coming out of it. And that I think it's making Roman look even better. And they drag these segments out a little bit because this is WWE booking and then that's what they do. But I think it's going to all build up to something happening for Royal Rumble where Kevin's going to be getting being down and it's going to make Roman look stronger and someone else to take over and, and transcend the storylines. But I think Roman's doing great work. I think the Kevin Owens stuff is great. I think they've had two elite matches and this third one is going to be a cherry on top at the Rumble. But there is the problem is there's no story. What is the story? One person doesn't like the well, other person. There's no backstory. There's nothing. It's just two P2 wrestlers that we've been seeing for years and years and years dislike each other and have a program that is based on zero storyline. I think they've I think they've explained enough story throughout where it's Kevin's here and he's uh, and he's that everyday hardworking man and he's has a problem and an issue with Roman coming back and winning the way he has and thinking that he's the head of the company when he's been gone and guys like Kevin have had to carry it. I, I mean, I'm listen, snoring. Uh, I'm, I'm snoring. I have somebody wake me up. I, well, I am well, up. well, I think the problem to, also to interject is that, here as the moderator, please. Uh, first of <laughs> all, thank you for being so respectful, yes. gentlemen. I'm yeah, enjoying yeah, yeah. what you're doing. Um, I feel very sidelined. It's not my comfortable position for me, but I'll you say want to talk. See, the thing is this is I would say that. Like, so Tulo's saying is that there is a story here with the Kevin Owens of it all. And, and Dipperson, you're saying there is no story. He's what mad that he's the champion. That's the story. What, Give me well, a no, story. What, why am I watching this? Never see, please, please. Uh, what Tulo said here for saying what Tulo said is that he said he's pulling, he's the everyman and doesn't believe that Roman Reigns should be at the head of the table. What, point to specific story moments we've seen that would uh, would I drive can't. that home for the viewers, either of you. I can't point to a specific story scene except for the Adam Pierce crap, which I hated too. Which, of course, would have been interesting if they would have taken it to the next level with Adam Pierce. But, of well, course, they don't and they don't do the right thing and they give it back to Kevin Owens to just talk to each other on the on the Titantron or wherever or they're, you know, they're standing on the entrance ramp and they're talking. I mean, big deal. It's not a story. I mean, I think that's a common problem that's happening across all shows in in professional wrestling. I think there's just a lack of substance and and storytelling, but that also comes with being on TV for 30 fucking years. So it's like, I think it's time that we have a new version of Roman Reigns and it's exciting and we're seeing all this grow and develop and he's building a stable. Now he's got Apollo Crews underneath him and it's, and it's developing oh. that it's giving guys opportunities to be in that, to show new sides of themselves. And honestly, Kevin Owens, we're so used to him being the anti hero. He's always the heel. And now we're seeing this guy who just won't quit. Now, Tulo, can I say this for you? To interrupt you for a second, I would mm -hmm. just like to say as the moderator, many of your critics have said that you are a uh, susceptible to excessive positivity and that you like to enjoy the show you're watching because well, you're giving your time to well, it. Well, are, do you think you're falling into that? I will rebut that by saying Raw is my least favorite show of all wrestling shows. So I think I could say that I like SmackDown because I like the talent that's on there. I think the storytelling has been good. And different. I think Sami Zayn has done incredible work. I like the Big E singles push. I think oh. the tag team division has nice things going. Street Profits. It's just a really nice. And I think the biggest thing of it is that Fox is elevating the look and style of the product for WWE oh. better than what USA is doing. So when oh. I'm tuning into Fox, I feel like I'm watching something great. Hey, I say, how oh. much more produced do you want this thing? I mean, it's so overproduced already that it's how much more how much more crap do you want them to, to put on the screen? Wait, Dipperstein, that's really how overproduced it is. They can't say a word that's unscripted. Sorry to interrupt you, Dipperstein, well, but you brought up a new point I've never actually heard. I've never heard someone say the show is overproduced. Please what? go into that as a negative. I've never heard it as like, oh, it's it's the show. Look, you know, uh, it's overproduced, meaning it's. It's there's too much going on. Is every movement, every step, it's overwritten. Word you know what I mean? Is overproduced. I mean, it's it's insane. And there are things I like on the show, and we'll talk about those hopefully. But at the yeah, end of the day, I mean, you know, we will, we will. To me, to me, the Raw and SmackDown, it's the same I, thing. I don't even differentiate the two. I don't even know which one I'm watching when I'm watching it. Yeah, uh, well, well, obviously overproduced. The wrestlers are, themselves are overproduced. Like they're, you know, they're script. They're very scripted. I just meant as a television show. Well, anyway, I let's move. Ooh, loud. Uh, we're loud. gonna move on to our next topic here because it ties right in. This will be And you already actually brought it up. We're gonna stay in the world of SmackDown. Okay. Um, mm. ba let's talk about Bailey, who came up. Dipperstein, you called 
Bailey's Ding Dong Hello Show, an absolute abomination on Cheap Heat last week, okay? <laughs> Tulo loved it, texted me, open quote, so good, with five O's in the so. Wow. Uh, that's an actual quote, which I can show you. Um, I would like to throw to Dipperstein for, first. Defend and explain your love uh, oh, you, or hatred, you're in this case hatred, for the uh, uh, what I'm calling DDHS, the Ding Dong Hello Show. Here's what I'll say about Bailey. I think she's a good wrestler. I don't mind her in-ring stuff. It's not bad. I think she's a, you know, a good, she's a good person for kids to like when she had the other gimmick. But it's just corny, man. She's not a good actress. She's not good. She's she sounds like she's never taken an acting class in her life. When she what was Ding Dong Hello? She walked. She literally they put a a a a door on in the ring. She walks through it, and that's the entire gimmick of the show. I mean, that's it. And then there was no like gimmick to it in in any capacity there was no there was nothing once bianca belair came out it was just the two of them talking it was just a promo where they're yelling at each other there was no direction to it in any capacity and it was just bailey being like the annoying character that she always is with no nothing there was no nothing added to it there was nothing taken away it was just bailey the way she's been for the last two years Going at, 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 your, uh, your, I'm person. sorry, Dipperstein. It's end of your time there. We have to be fair to you know, all the, the debaters here. I'll throw it to you, Tulo, to defend your so, text. Why did you text me so good with five Oh, So I'm not a, a sheets guy. I don't really do Wrong. rankings. I don't do things like that. Uh, but, I mean, we got to put some respect on Bailey's name by yeah. being ranked the number one best women's wrestler of 2020 and i think that has a lot to do with her literally with no becky lynch and no charlotte and sasha not according to, to cal sasha not being around. she's not ranked number she's ranked number four so, on the he's cal not list. answering the question he's not answering the i'm question. gonna i'm gonna so i think uh along that line she's carried the show and now she's finally getting an opportunity without the title to show what she's capable of doing because i think her run as champion was successful because the title and allowed her to challenge different wrestlers to doing stuff. Now she's without it. So now she's got to find a way to be interesting. And she turned a gimmick, the ding dong hello, which Stone Cold approved of on his show he likes. So I think she's working on finding a new gimmick. I thought she looked awesome. I thought the glasses were cool. I thought she was diversifying her character. And honestly, it gave a platform for Bianca Belair to come out and look awesome and do stuff. So, uh, see, when I see things like that and I think it's so good, it's because it's different. It's it's new. It's fun. It's entertaining. To me, I know it may not have that much substance, but... And with that... With I'll have problem, to respond. We, I have to respond. Well, now we're in open... Let, let me just say respond. we're now in open discussion, fellas. We're in gentlemen. Good. We're now in open Good. discussion. Here's the discussion. Bianca Belair should be the one to have the show. That's who should Couldn't have agree more. Bailey doesn't need a show. Okay, she's had she's she's had her time in the spotlight for the last two years with Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair, my favorite female wrestler of the moment. I think I she's one of my guys of the highest level. Me too. Okay? She, agree more. She's the one that should have the show. But here's the thing. I, I feel like I'm talking to SGG here, the stack guy, Greg, because you're Great talking guy, friend about of the, the show. You're talking about the, the, the philosophy of Bailey. I'm talking about the entertainment value of the segment. It's poorly written. It's poorly constructed. It's not a talk show. It's just two people screaming at each other in the ring, well, and that's it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I Listen, I couldn't agree more about the Bianca Belash stuff. I, I'm not... I, I can I push we, back here for a second? Sure. So, so I just want to say, because I, 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 the, viewer, the viewers at home, people, I know I'm speaking for the people hearing and listening to this. You know, we're talking about Bailey. Now we're talking about Bianca. We're talking about Roman and Kevin. It feels like to me, where's the line of where character is? Let's focus on Bianca Belair. The EST, you both agree. We can lock that in, by the way. Lock it in, please. Thank you. That you both are fans of Bianca Belair, right? And so what makes what she's doing a character over Bailey an understandable character to me? I see it sometimes as I'm saying, you know, uh, uh, me as layman's watcher, I, I see it as, oh, she just says, I'm the EST, I'm the EST, I'm the EST. What is that? Is that enough? It's a great point. <laughs> is that enough? It seems to be I just like her. She's, a, she's, in my opinion, a better wrestler than Bailey. I think she commands the room when she walks in. She makes her own gear. I think the ponytail 100% works. Uh, I think she, when Agreed. she speaks, she doesn't skip a beat. 
She has style. She has fierce, like, like she looks amazing. Everything about her is great. Uh, Bailey, for a long time, had to be a little kid, uh, every kid's hero gimmick, you know? And I think it's going to take some time for her to really find her true heel gimmick. What I described it as was she's like an ultimate troll millennial right now. She's just, oh, yeah, you want to, all right, let's do a, a fucking a, a course, an obstacle course. And she's like, Bianca's like, you want to challenge me in an obstacle course? That's the dumbest thing ever. A lot of her wins when she was a wrestler were all heel ways of winning, cheating to win. So, I mean, I like it because it's cool and it's a different spot. It's something different than what we're used to seeing the women doing, which is come out in a singles match and it turns into a tag match or something or just tag team wrestling. So, Dipperstein, how do you respond to that? Do you see her as a – what kind of millennial did you call her? I called her like an ultimate troll millennial. Ultimate she's, troll millennial. Are you feeling that from her while she's dressed yeah. like my mom in New York City eating a bagel and lox? Are you feeling that? I am feeling it. Yeah. I am. I'm feeling that she's like the speaks for the kids type of type of type of game. Yeah, and I think that's what she's trying to do. She connected with the younger audience when she was a face. I think she's trying to connect with the the this millennial audience now. The get under your skin type of stuff. So listen, is it great writing and stuff? Good. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. I can I can say it, but I don't think to look at it in a negative light and feel like it was it was all that bad. I enjoyed it because it was fun and different. I'm like, oh shit, this is hilarious. Like, she's making her go tell, make her go around and go through the door, make her go, and she did it. So you know what? Cool, whatever. I mean, I, I liked it. I thought it was. They cool. could have put a curtain up and had a couple of people on oh, the show. Well, yeah. Just a little bit but of. But you said it's overly produced. You, you said the show's overly produced. This is what now the they simplify it with just the door. I don't think, I don't think that simple. applies. No. Does it apply? Does it apply? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Uh, let's move on. Okay. So, well. My one last question about Bailey is, while we're speaking about her, Bailey, I think about her in terms of she's walked out of WrestleMania two times as the champion already, okay? But uh, neither time, I believe, wait, well, I guess this year she walked out of the champion, right? So, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 she's walked out two times. So, do you think that's so, for, And but Tulo thinks it's working, Dipperstein doesn't. Where you guys add on that is does that diminish the value of a WrestleMania win or is that she's at that level? I don't know. What's the question? It was two things together. I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm trying to put both of your points into a question. But what I'm saying is that I guess I'll just go to Dipperstein. How do you feel about the fact that and then I'll use the second part for Tula. How do you feel about the fact that 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 she's walked out of Mania two times with the title held over her set, head with the pyro? Here's what I'll Bailey. say. Championships mean nothing to me anymore. Right. Everyone's had 10,000 championships. There's nothing I hate more than when they rattle off how many championships someone won. Oh, Randy Orton. He's a three-time Royal Rumble winner. 10-time champion. Six-time this. Seven-time that. In the history of this. In the history of that. It doesn't matter. They've all won 100 championships. Everyone's won every single thing. It's ridiculous already. I, who cares? She ran, she's the champion here. She's the champion there. It doesn't make a difference. It's okay. all about the story. What am I watching next week for? What's the purpose of me tuning in next week? The ch this is another SGG point. The champion he loves the championships. The whole story is the championship. To me, it means nothing. Who cares who the champion is? Give me a story. Yeah, okay. I mean, I think one of the big problems is they have too many championships in WWE. Right. I mean, that's I obviously agree. a huge issue. They don't even have a tag division. They have four tag team titles or six tag team titles. Um, okay, we're going to move on to the next question. This ta question will go to you two, Lil. We'll okay. pick up right with you. We're going to head over to AEW. Fellas, nice. Out of the world of SmackDown. Well, who, what's that? I've never heard of that show before. We're AEW Dynamite. It's on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Coming at you. Uh, uh, Tulo, you yes. are a hater of the Young Bucks. Um, I'm glad you started with this question. Thank you have man. said on the Cow Pod, the quote, uh, uh, you had said that, uh, you quote, you hate when people yell about character work and storytelling, but mark out for the Young Bucks. Okay. Yeah. Now, Dipperstein, we spoke last week, and you said that, that uh, the Young Bucks, I believe you called them the highest level, the Young Bucks. Would that be a misquote or, or, or an accurate quote? They're the highest level performance wrestlers right now. Okay, or one so, of them. I mean, I, I mean they, they mesmerize me in the ring still after all these years. Okay, but, I just want to say that because I was, I was double-checking our facts checker no here. No matter how many I think Phil looked that up for us. Things and, they do. You know, he's from Long Island. But uh, to Tulo, you, it's to Tulo. We'll get you one minute on the clock here. 
Um, what, uh, who, who's right here about the Young Bucks? You said that they're, you know, uh, people yelling about character work, but they like the Young Bucks. You have a problem with them down to uh, down to the facial hair. What's going on over there? Well, Tula? one minute on the clock. Uh, <laughs> my hate for the Young Bucks is also an appreciation for the Young Bucks because they get me to hate them by how bad they actually are, and that makes me hate them more. I like them better as heels. I think they're atrocious faces. I think they can't run a story as a face tag team to save their lives, to be honest with you. I like them more as the ones that are the tweeners. They, they're they lost. They don't have heel friends. They don't have face friends. But when it comes to them, they don't look great. I mean, we're talking about two guys, classic wrestling fans here, that love, love body guys, and they couldn't look worse, okay? And I don't mean that as, a, a like, an insult. I'm just saying this is, like, a thing that I see. Like, oh, you want Bailey to have more storytelling character i can't remember a young buck segment that successfully went off in AEW in the middle of a ring like they even messed up the bullet club stuff i guess maybe that's because that's part of the storyline but i just don't think they do really that incredible work and honestly i think if you see one young buck now you've seen them all so, sorry that's your one minute too low i'm sorry i'm gonna have to throw over to no. dipperstein where Go are ahead. you at on the young on the young bucks why do you think they're the highest level I'm not like a I don't know that much about them in the history mm -hmm. of the annals of time of the Young Bucks. And so to 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 start talking about them from the beginning of their career, I couldn't do it. But I will tell you that like a the, the, the matches that they are having week to week or whatever do force me to keep the TV on and not to fast forward. I like to see the interesting tag moves that they do because you just don't see some of that stuff in WWE. Mm -hmm. I like the interesting unique even though it's a spot fest most of the time you don't i don't you know i at least i'm i'm interested to see what cool tag team moves they do so that's why i like them their their, their acting ability is not great although i think that their like nonchalantness is part of it frankly mm -hmm. but I, I i know what you're saying i don't entirely disagree with you but they excite me as in-ring performers well, and that's I pretty much it yeah, I think we go to open discussion now, right? And then on to uh, Tulo, please. I'm the moderator here. Let's, let's go to open discussion. Now. Sorry. Yeah. Well, we're kind of like agreeing to disagree here, but or disagreeing to agree here, but whatever it is. But like, you know, I I appreciate for the step back they took in the beginning of AEW when they let Private Party beat them, and but I really haven't been other than I would say their match versus Hangman and Kenny. Um, I really don't think they've done anything too spectacular. What I, they have done, though, is open the doors for more tag team tag teams like them to come in and showcase their stuff. And I think that's where the Young Bucks have to be careful now, is that they might have dug their own grave here because now there's talent coming in. The Acclaimed, uh, Top Flight, guys like this, Hybrid Theory, who I think are, might actually be more skilled and more talented than the Young Bucks. And to be honest, I think the Bucks need to start rebranding themselves a little bit and coming up with a new way get away from the bull club get away from the elite and show us something different because they've taken they've done this shtick for how many years now it's time to maybe they go into their from the rockers to so hbk i would and say to you whatever. as a moderator here i would say that for me I think young bucks always kind of stay fresh to me because they are work mm, shoot I because they matter so much to pro wrestling as like even people are like, I hate the young bucks. People are like, I love the young bucks, but like they get a reaction. People actually care, which is huge. Uh, 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 what is so I mean to you, Dipperstein, do, do you is there part of it where it's just like, yo, they're working because they matter. You know what I mean? They're, they're they, You know, they own the company. They started it. Yeah, they but you know what? Yeah, I get it. I, I, to me, they're like main eventery tag. There, there's not that many main event tag teams out there, and I think that they remain that. And no matter what they do, they feel like a big deal to me. Is what I'm is what I'm saying. Well, I okay. think one of the. I, I think I'm grateful for what they're doing for tag team wrestling. I think they just might be doing a little too much because literally this week, I think there was five men's tag team matches on the uh, on Dynamite. Like. There, it doesn't need to be that much. They could pull back a little bit and focus more on other parts in AEW. And I think that's something that, with their talent, guys like Bucks, Cody, and and Jericho, they did what they needed to do their first year. It's time to for them to like step back a little bit and let the other the other roster members come out. And I think that's where the Bucks are like, I'm okay with them just. I don't know. They give look. They give a lot of airtime to emerging talent on AEW. I mean, you can't say I, they don't. Yeah, my, my argument with the Young Bucks is 
the Young Bucks, they it feels like to me that every time they're in the ring, it's a good time. Doesn't I'm, that matter a lot that they get in there and they have a, they, they put on a match with some I big will say spots and they have a good that, time? That stuff that they did where they were just super kicking random people was the worst booked segments on AEW. Where yeah. Arvez and that, that was just bad. It was so bad. That was terrible. Talk about bad storytelling out of nowhere and then it never just even... Okay, listen, we're uh, we're gonna head over back to Raw now for our next oh, question here. Okay, uh, at Dipperstein, we're gonna start with you. Okay, on record, Nick Tulo has said that Dominic Mysterio is one of his guys. Okay, there we go. What? That's the question. What? <laughs> to you, Dipperstein, is that excuse? Dominic Mysterio. Does this man deserve AJ Style replica gloves. First of all, I, I've, I've never seen a person with more designer items in my life. Is the, is the man going, is he buying them full price? Is he trying them on before he, he buys them? Is it all He's online? Are they, is he getting them secondhand? <laughs> what was, I mean, I know Rey Mysterio has done very well, but yeah. you know, these, that, that, that Gucci uh, poncho was probably $2,500 at least. I mean, that's, I mean, that's how much I paid for this sting mug. But, you know, <laughs> um, Dominic Mysterio is Dominic uh, Mysterio one of your guys does not have any legitimate real wrestling moves to show off with yet. Oh, I'm not saying that he can't be good. But right now, to me, he's just a good part of a storyline. He's not a that real. Does, wrestler. That doesn't even exist anymore. Too low, it's not, he still has 30, uh, he still has uh, 20 seconds left. Just, here. I, so please respect the me, rules. The only thing I'm noticing are the the pink outfits and the, the Gucci belts and the, the Prada hat and all the gimmicks that he wears. I, I mean, to me, that's just like, what is he going to wear next week? It's like a fashion show every time. Yeah. So so not one of your guys, we could say? Come on. <laughs> okay. Um, let's, let's see if it's to you now, Tulo. Yeah, it's to you, Tulo. One minute on the clock. Dominic Mysterio wrestled <laughs> Seth Rollins at SummerSlam in a fucking insane match while Seth Rollins was wearing his dad's replica gear, okay? This kid came on the scene, got tied up in ropes, got beaten to death with kendo sticks. Talking like about earning your fucking spot in the business. <laughs> Motherfuckers come through that door every fucking day, okay? Every day. And they get their shots. And they just get thrown out there. Here, wrestle this guy. You're going to get this rub. Randy Orton never had to take a beating like that, okay? Fucking no one had ever had to take a beating like that. This dude showed up. Not only that, wrestling moves, the kid is an athlete. His gear... A little uninspiring, but what a huge time to get in on the ground floor of a wrestler. Let me tell you something. When I saw Bianca Belair come out for the first time, I said, Bianca Belair, one of my guys. Immediately, first time. Okay, so see. listen, same for it. I know you're open. Let's move to an open discussion. I have to respond. I'm sorry, I have to respond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's move to open discussion here. But Dipperstein, can we put this into perspective for you? He is defending. Uh, uh, Dominic Mysterio is one of his guys. I mean, yeah. isn't that what uh, you're supposed to do? Yeah, but I'm saying, uh, I mean, this is, what, where are you at on this, my man? I'm going to tell you where I'm at. I don't agree. I, I have to, <laughs> I have to not respond. I have to go. Oh, here's what I would say. No, wait, you go. Have you ever seen a wrestler who you made one of your guys pretty quickly? Do you have any of those? I have just galore up a storm. I saw. I'm not talking about. I yeah. saw Aleister Black for the first time, literally the first time he ever wrestled in a WWE ring, and I said, "One of my guys." This was uh, actually we have actually we have I think we oh yeah we have audio footage of Dipperstein seeing Aleister uh, Black for the first time. It went like this. Wow. <laughs> immediately, it was like it was, you know what I'm saying. It was like this. It, he immediately. The Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I. I I I don't like his gear. It looks ridiculous. The, 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 the Gucci the Gucci outfits are insane. Oh, he's a kid. Come oh, on. Stop it. He's 22 he's years old. He's, he's not a kid. Show off the drip. He's a guy. I'm, I'm, he's I'm, one of your guys. He's I'm one of my guys. I, I'm going to tell you. I I respect him getting beaten with with all the gimmicks. That I I respect. Okay. Come on. Remember the bumps he took from fucking Brock Lesnar too. They were Yep, they were great bumps. All that stuff is good, but I don't know. I'm, I'm not. I don't get excited when I see Dominic Mysterio. I'm sorry. I don't get Ooh. excited. I, I don't really get that excited anymore. But I don't really get that excited when I see Alistair Black anymore either. And uh, listen, Alistair Black, also one of my guys. Okay, and 
but he doesn't do anything. He had just, he had, I would honestly say, Dominic Mysterio had a better run in his time in WWE than Aleister Black has. Uh, Name I mean, an Aleister Black match that you remember on the main roster. I can't disagree with that argument. Right, so. but Wow, just, a concession. I don't know. I, by the way, by the way, let me just have a I like the Mysterio <laughs> clan thing. Right. I got no issue with that. I yeah. like that's fun. That's a that's it's a story. Dead, though, right? They're already killing it. Hey, of course. With shocker. But I like that story. That's a story. That's what I want to see. More of that. I don't even need Dominic to be a good wrestler. I don't care. He could never learn how to wrestle. I watching him get beaten is enough for me. And I and when people are like, oh, what we're doing this family stuff again, me, the way I look at it is like, hey, we never get family weird sh- family shit ever on this show give me more of it that's tv we're watching a television show if you're gonna try it let's get more of it not less i agree <laughs> what happened to the buddy murphy thing i would have that's gone yeah terrible uh, mistake that I'm was sorry we have to I move forgot. on we're debating. Dominic we're debating. we have to move Excuse on me. we're true. gonna move we're gonna move we're gonna we're heading out into something more conceptual folks um, let's talk about the concept of Mount Rushmore in pro wrestling, oh, okay? God. And the question here is, uh, this goes to uh, Dipperstein, I believe, correct? Um, to Dipperstein. Actually, this goes to Tulo first. Is actually, I'm I'm, uh, I'm going to I'm going to go to Dipperstein here, and then I'll make it up to you because uh, I already talked to you it's about fine. this. Um, I'll say this. Here's the question, Dipperstein: Who is on your Mount Rushmore, or? Why is the Mount Rushmore thing lame? Is it still a good combo? And what is a pitch for a better Mount Rushmore discussion? Let me tell you, I'm Mount Rushmoreing everything these days. <laughs> what's, my, what's my favorite? What's on the Mount Rushmore of Lacroix? Yeah, it's a good rhyme, <laughs> duh. What's you know? What's Do on? Uh, please? It's his time. My New York bagel places. What's on my Mount Rushmore of bagel places in, in New York and L.A. You know, who has my favorite uh, cold cuts? I'm doing Mount Rushmore. Yeah. On my Mount Rushmore. What is your Mount Rushmore of cold cuts? Can we just get that quick? I'll give an extension on time for so he, we can get that. I'm a, I'm a, you know how I do. You yield to the man from uh, Philadelphia? I'm a Greenblatt's guy. You know. I'm yeah. Green. Yeah. So that's your Greenblatt's guy? Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, yeah, in terms of, uh, yeah, what, what were you saying? Sorry. No, I was going to say, like. There's two differences. There's the people that are on the Dipperstein Mount Rushmore, who mm-hmm. I in my life are, you know, like, right. you know, like there's the people that really get me going with, you know, where Taker and Mr. Perfect and Ultimate Warrior are. And then and Bret Hart. And then there's the who is on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Right. Okay. And I would ask you, what would you like to hear? <laughs> I would like to hear. Well, the well, well, the, que- can we, the question is. Is not about who's on your mount. Uh, the question is who is on your mount Rushmore. Assuming you like it, I, I guess you're locking oh. in the fact that you love the you love the uh, device of Mount Rushmore. I mean, as a matter of fact, you're doubling down on it. I'm so one of the is, Mount Rushmore guys in the biz today. I would like to know who's your not your personal Mount Rushmore. Who's your who is the actual Mount Rushmore? Okay, the actual Mount Rushmore is Ric Flair, yeah. Hulk Hogan, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and John Cena. Oh, that's my exact Mount Rushmore from this I week's pod. Undeniable that that is. I took Rushmore. Rock out. I took I Rock out. Rock is Rock is is top seven. Yeah, because it's not like right, anyway. Let's throw over the. Uh, oh, hold on. Let's just see if you have any more time. I have a. I have a. Uh, looks like no. Looks like I'm sorry. Of, like hold on. Dipperstein, I have a list of like four or five people that are. Please, yeah. Dipperstein. Please. Listen, okay. I have to. Um, I have to speak longer. Too lo- please. Excuse me. Please. Longer on the last question. Excuse me, Mr. Dipperstein. I'm speaking. I'm speaking, Mr. Dipperstein. I'm speaking. Um, we're gonna go over to Tulo. I just commented you, uh, Tulo. What uh, the question? I was trying to remind you what it is. Who is on your Mount Rushmore, or why is the Mount Rushmore thing lame already? Is it still good combo? What is the pitch for a better Mount Rushmore? I think the Mount Rushmore has been done. Uh, and it's been done in every single way possible for every single thing possible uh, by every single probably funny way possible. So to me, I think Mount Rushmore's are silly because they're, they're, it's always an ongoing list. So like, is The Rock's career done? Because uh, I don't know, is it? Is John Cena's career done? Like there's still time for those guys. But if we're talking about like current day, who's on the Mount Rushmore from now to the previous time? I'm not a big historian like my man Dipperstein over here. This guy knows every, I mean, he will pay $350 for the network. So I would uh, tend to agree with that. I just don't think you could put Cena on right now. I think The Rock is there instead, but I agree with, and I'm almost willing as 
the more Hogan go keeps going, the less interesting he gets to me. And I think the more his lore just starts to disappear where you can almost, I know it's crazy to say, but you can almost start taking him off and putting the rock in instead, you know? I don't think, I mean, personally, I, totally I don't, with that. I don't think you could take Hogan off the Mount Rushmore. I think he's etched there. I think they've tried, folks. But what I would say is this, is that, uh, let's, okay, so you're giving your Mount Rushmore, but my, my thing is that Mount Rushmore is four, right? Now, does it, it just because the actual Mount Rushmore has four faces on it? Why in wrestling is it matter to be four? We're talking about rock. There's always that fifth spot. To me, five always feels it should be something about five that feels yeah, right. Top five, and you yeah. can't add that fifth because it's like, nah, that's not what Mount Rushmore is. Well, do we need to just good. do away with this Mount Rushmore and think of what's the fabulous five or what? What do we do here, folks? I don't know. I, I have a. I go back and forth between my fifth. It's either Andre, Undertaker, or Rock. In my I got, I got yeah, I got HBK up there too, just because HBK of how. is up there, but he's not in that category for me. Yeah, that, right. Brett is after that, and then HBK, and yeah. then you know, whatever people Yo, put Bruno up there. To me, Bruno is the highest level. He's a legend. Whenever you ask anyone who's older than us who is the greatest, whatever, they always yeah. say, "Oh well, Bruno San Martino." Dan's dad would say that. There's something to be said for that, but <laughs> he's not one of my guys, and uh, and then that's all I have to say. Okay, so uh, yeah, it's 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 a good point. You know what I would do? I know this is not about me. I'm the moderator, but let me just you know whatever. Um, I would have a, a Rushmore that's like three faces, but the fourth face is like you know those like things you can look at and they change depending on the angle you see it. You know what I'm saying? Can I get that face? It sometimes looks like Taker, sometimes like <laughs> whatever. Anyway, whatever. It's not about me. Um, all right, moving on. Um, uh, and then we're going to get one more question for you guys, and then we're going to head over to the Patreon. Ooh. We have live questions that are going to be piped in for you guys, okay? Are you ready? Sure. Wow. Okay. okay. Um, uh, we're going to head back to SmackDown. Carmella. You guys are both bigly Carmella marks, both of you guys, okay? Who of you guys has more of a chance of actually dating Carmella, you think? Of the two of you guys. This is a really interesting question for me. I think that, yes, while Tulo, uh, I would say based on her Carmella's dating track record, I would say Tulo seems to be more of her type. He's covered in tattoos. Right. A little bit more alternative. But Dipperstein is a great guy and rich and Jace. Mm. Uh, <laughs> soon so, to be rich made, right? Yeah, soon to be confirmed to rich. So uh, let's head over to Tulo. Who do you, who, uh, why, what's your argument for why Tulo, why Carmelo would date you over Brian Dipperstein? Um, one, I look like Seth Rollins. Uh, two, I have <laughs> tattoos. Three, I met her and Good I have mutual. You. Three, I met her. I have a mutual friends with her. I actually know the woman that designs her gear. So that's an easy way for me to get in. Four, uh, uh, we have history together. She remembers me. There's proven facts that she remembers meeting me too, as well. Um, you know, while the man's got all the money, sometimes all it takes is a little, a little charm and a and a and a and a nice view to really get you ahead. Um, you know? <laughs> okay. Um, so uh, Dipperstein, to you, why would why would why would Carmella want to date you over a guy like Dula? Listen, uh, I uh, Corey Graves happens to be a friend of mine. Mm. A real friend of mine. Okay. And, uh, oh, and, good for and as, you. As a yeah. man that has the best working punch in the history of NXT, mm. I, I don't think I could speak to me ever dating his woman. And, wow. Um, oh, you're going to concede the question? I'm going to concede. Oh, I will wow. Tell you, These I, are AJ Style replica gloves on the line. Is it more friendship matters? This more might be the tipping gloves? point. <laughs> Those gloves are, I think, 17. What am I saying? I'm what looking I'm rich. I have my <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Shit, that was a bad. <laughs> All right, I'm really anyway, bad at this, huh? We're Fuck. moving on. <laughs> Open discussion has been, uh, we're, uh, uh, time has been uh, uh, used, allotted, already used. Um, uh, but we're going to head over to get some questions from the uh, mm. Discord, Phil. Uh, 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 from the, the Cal Patreon Discord, which our sponsor is Comedians of Wrestling uh, Patreon uh, Patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling, our Comedians of Wrestling Patreon. We uh, put out some sick content, so support us. I mean, what are you doing? Uh, Phil? Alright, I'm going to throw the first questions to John Silva. <laughs> Hi, Phil. John, you're up. <laughs> Unmute yourself and ask a question. Hello, Phil. <laughs> Phil? <laughs> John, I hear you. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah. 
So should I, should I just read my my question? Yeah, John. What's yeah, up, dude? How are you, now. bro? Welcome, so, yeah. uh, what what do you think wrestling shows uh, will be like after the pandemic? Um, do you think it'll go back to kind of just like how it was, or do you think there there will be some uh, differences once um, once shows start up again? Okay, John. Great question. John says, "What do you think wrestling shows will be like after the pandemic?" Do you think it'll go back to the same, or is it going to feel different? Will wrestling shows ever be the same again uh, to you, Stan? Yes. I don't know how this is a debate question, uh, but yes, guys, let's see if you're going to argue about this or not. It'd be hilarious if you went at each other's throats over the pandemic. We've seen it in debates before. Stan? I can't wait. The first thing I'm doing is going and going at the Staples Center with all my friends. <laughs> Do you think yeah. it'll feel different? Do you think it'll be different? Will you be worried about getting in, in that uh, close to those kind of pe- amount of people? Um, I have no fear of uh, of of, uh, of of all my Mark friends. No, I'm kidding. I uh, no, I I, uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I will go when it is safe, and that is that. Okay. Uh, I actually think that's all your time for that. Sorry. I actually, uh, I actually think it will be, yeah, it'll be better. I think people will be more excited to see professional wrestling. So I think people are going to be more eager to, to be at live crowds. I also think it will be better because wrestling fans are disgusting, and now people can keep their space from them just because you can blame it on a, a pandemic. So I think that's also a good thing too. Less women getting creeped out by scumbag fans, and less uh, bad things happening. So yeah, I mean, it's going to be better. I just don't. I don't know when it's going to happen. I think indie shows are going to take a while to get back. But sure. Great, great job. Great job, guys. Phil, uh, do we have another question on the Discord? You guys really duked it out on that one. It was, it was terrific. It's a town hall. so it was a, Yeah, it's town hall style. We can't really control it. Phil, what do we got? Stu, you're up. Ask your question. Stu's Wood. What's your question, bro? Well, thank you, gentlemen. Yes. Uh, Let me find it. Okay. So, as all wrestling fans know, the business is one of fostering talent and creating stars. 2020 saw the improvement of notoriety and utilization and uh, prominence of such talent, such as Keith Lee, Baker, Shotzi Blackheart, Ricky Starks, just to name a few. My question is, who is a lower card or relatively unknown or underutilized talent that you see taking the (laughs) biggest leap forward in 2021? Okay, so from Stu's Wood, the question, really interesting question for you guys is, who do you think is the most underutilized talent right now who's going to take a big leap forward in 2021? To Tulo first. Who do I think is the most underutilized talent in? Is it just WWE or just in all of wrestling? Uh, uh, he didn't specify. That would be up to big you. Big leap forward. Most underutilized talent. Uh, Time's on the clock. Wow. This. Is, I mean. <laughs> um. Tulo. Great ricochet, job ricochet. I'm I sorry, mean, I don't, Ricochet. Ricochet. There you go. Ricochet. That's buzzer went. Dipperstein, over to you. Who do you a think crit. is the, the most underutilized talent that will be uh, taking a splash forward in 2021? Well, I, it's definitely got to be Drew McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, great, great job, great job. We get the next question, Phil. Probably Dabakato. <laughs> I have a question. We're coming back to me. Ready? Love Dabakato. Okay, I got I got one or two more questions for you guys. Remember, I just want to remind you guys because there's a lot of agreement. Um, you know, I'd love to see you guys get along, but I hate to see you not remember the high stakes of AJ Styles replica gloves from the truck, baby. You know those trucks, the merch trucks. How mm. many of we love? We love the merch trucks, right, people? We, we love do? the merch trucks. We love the price that everything costs. It's over. Let's head on over to Raw. What is the main reason that Goldberg does not belong wrestling in WWE anymore? Is it because he's old? Is it because he isn't a draw? Or is it because he has three moves? Uh, Dipperstein to you first. The problem is with Goldberg, and I was a huge Goldberg mark as a kid, obviously. Okay. Yeah, My last name is Dipperstein. Yeah. Here's the thing with Goldberg now. 
there's a huge misconception, in my opinion. And I'm not saying he's not a draw at all, but he needs to be a draw. But like kids these days who they like really like want to, um, uh, which the show is for, don't care about Goldberg. There's Mm -hmm. a huge misconception that like Goldberg means something to the generation that they're Mm -hmm. playing to. He, no one even knows who he is. I, I really, pro- I promise you they don't. Okay. Young fans, 10 years old, have no idea who Goldberg was or is. And so, you know, I just feel like it just, it, it feels like they're forcing it. I know he's got a certain amount of matches a year. He's got, they have to fulfill or whatever, but I just don't think he needs to be in the storyline with a, a top, the top guy. He could be part of a storyline and not like have to wrestle for the title like, you know, there's things to do with Goldberg that don't necessarily have to mean like he just challenges whoever's on top. Like, that's not a story to me. Do you, Tulo? Where are you at on this? Yeah, I mean, it's just a huge, it's a huge fucking Can problem. Can I repeat the w- question for you? Yeah. Is that what is the main reason that Goldberg does not belong wrestling in WWE anymore? Okay. And Dipperson gave a separate, uh, uh, very uh, thought-provoking answer. But is, is it because he's old? I guess that you were tied into that. Yeah. But is it because he's not a draw or because he just has three moves? Uh, he's just not a draw, in my opinion. I just don't think he's a draw. I think the young crowd doesn't know who he is. I think the middle aged, the main demographic, the eighteen to forty nines, and now the more passionate fans, uh, especially with AEW being around, don't give a, a fuck about Goldberg coming back because he's been around for so long. And I think his move set, yeah, it's 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 lazy, it's sloppy, it almost killed the Undertaker. So it's all three. Um, and honestly, I think the main reason is. He's just preventing other talent from getting that spot and shining. So I think his main, the main problem with Goldberg coming back and people having a problem is that he's filling a spot of somebody else that could be wrestling Drew McIntyre at Royal Rumble and could be a better storyline. Be honest. I'd rather Kevin Nash come back or yeah, like seriously, you know what I mean? Who like, you know, can do something. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. One last question for you guys, okay? And then we'll hear your closing arguments. All right. Uh, sure, which sure. is that? A let's head to AEW. Kenny Omega's pants. Simple question, okay? Kenny Omega's current fireprint pants are those heavyweight championship caliber in ring gear? Over to you, Nick Tulo. I mean, you asked me to make a list on things I hate about wrestling, and my number one thing was Kenny Omega's fucking pants. This guy needs to go to the undies. He needs to spruce it up. It's one thing I've got. Uh, listen. I, we talked about this on the pot. Did his previous pants being that shitty and having holes in it work me to make him re- really feel like he wasn't putting in any effort and he didn't care? Not to realize that it was all a work and that he was just sparing his time for this main plan with cows? Sure. But the excuse for his current stuff? No good. I think it's half-assed. I think he's now just trolling us with that purple outfit and that black stuff. So I think it's all just one big troll and you got to get ahead of the work and realize that one day... He's going to just fucking drop it, drop this insane gear on us, and it's going to be great. But currently, trash. Dipperson, are these fire pants, heavyweight uh, level merch, uh, 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 in ring gear for you? I think they're beautiful garments, <laughs> stunning, and they go great with AJ Styles' gloves. Which is <laughs> <laughs> oh, it looks like we're out of, uh, uh, well, look, oh, we're out of time. That was a full minute. That was a full minute there. <laughs> All right, fellas, look, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to give you guys 15-second closing arguments to say why you think you won this debate, why you're the better choice for those AJ-style gloves, replica gloves. How many seconds? In Tampa, 15 seconds. That's... <laughs> 15 seconds. Um, if you go over, I won't stop you. Okay. Hello, it's to you first. Uh, I, I defer argument. to Dipperstein, please. Oh, Dipperstein, he wants you to go first. That's how this works. That's not the rules. That's not. You can't just do that. He's cheating. It's, yeah, yeah, you know what? Tulo, yeah, you go. Okay. He's right. You're well, cheating. He's cheating. Uh, I called for this before even listening to the pod uh, because I heard S- Dipperstein said something about Shotzi's not good, and it ruffled a lot of feathers in the group chat. And I said, I don't even need to listen to the pod to know how out of control of a take that is. So when I see stuff like that, I know it's coming from a place of of pain, you know, Dipperstein. I think you've just, you've been hurt by WWE. And uh, you want, you're an old school wrestling fan. I mean, you got a beautiful piece of art between Hulk and Andre in your living room. Your, Your favorite wrestlers are all really wrestlers of the past. 
And I think now you've been hurt by WWE. And what it's happening is, is it getting in the way of you enjoying the actual wrestlers and what's going on. And I think if you kind of just take a step back, maybe not pay attention to it as much and just enjoy it for what it is. Um, maybe even hop on my Twitch channel one day and chat up with the people who are hanging out and watching live with me. But Excuse me. I, I took, I took, I took a, I, Shame. I look at it in a, in Shame. a different light and I try to be positive about wrestling because honestly, with the bad comes the good. Is there things that can be changed? Sure. But I think coming on and really just throwing people like Shotzi into the mix of your disdain for horrible booking on Raw and SmackDown, that, that's that's unwarranted. Shotzi's a great wrestler, and if you need to find that out, watch her Evolve uh, match uh, from the 10th anniversary. It's on the network. Check it out. Uh, it was, it's a great pay-per-view. I was there live in Philadelphia, saw it live, and it was awesome. So, All right. Uh, throw it over to you, Dipstein, for the closing, your closing arguments. Where are you uh, at let on me that? Swallow my, let me swallow the vomit. Hold on one second. Oh, my God. Oh, it's, it's gone. It's gone. It was easy. It was just it was one, one gulp. It's gone. Don't even worry about it. Um, here's what I'll say. <laughs> I need more stories in wrestling. I have seen every version of every match. I've been watching wrestling for 30 years. Every Iron Man match, every great NXT match, every I've seen every show live. I've seen I have seen every great wrestler in of the current generation and and my previous generation all wrestle great matches. I need compelling reasons to watch every single week. I need to see cliffhangers. I need to see awesome debuts that aren't spoiled 3 weeks in advance. I need to see I need a reason for it to be appointment television and for me to never fast forward again. Okay. And that is all I ask for. That said, at the end of the day, Shotzi Blackheart and, and, uh, you know, Daba Kato and, Don't put them in and the Otis and Otis, who I love, and Otis could all just come out and read the phone book. And at the end of the day, I'll still watch wrestling. <laughs> wow. I, I, there was, so, and oh, so wow. it's truly the one thing in my life that besides my job that brings me joy. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I will still buy LJNs. I will still buy rest overpriced wrestling art and spend my life savings on it. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a Mark's Mark. I'm here for you people. I'm here to watch wrestling with you. Do we have a little bonus time? Can I actually uh, talk about something? Do fast, quick, fast. Do uh, fast. What, what LJNs are you looking for, Dipperstein? Because I have a whole milk crate full of them right here in my room. You know what? I just bought a huge lot of the, many of the ones that I'm missing hmm. right now. The only When this finally comes, it's late in the mail. The ones I spent a lot of money on it. Hmm. The ones that I'm missing, I need the Heart Foundation I need the Bulldogs. I need the referee, white shirt and blue shirt. I need blue tights, Tito. I need um, killer bees. Mm -hmm. And uh, I need Haku. I need boss man. And uh, I need um, a white shirt, Hogan. Other than that, I'm good to yeah. go. I don't think I have any of those. <laughs> wow. All right, everybody. That'll conclude our first cow debate here. I mean, the stakes couldn't be higher and the tension couldn't be higher, frankly, here. I mean, with AJ Styles replica gloves bought from WrestleMania 37, the super spreader event of the century. I mean, what, what you know, what, what did you expect? Now, this, now it's done. You've heard enough from them. Now it's time that we hear from you. Okay? <laughs> this debate which was sponsored by the Comedians of Wrestling Patreon, patreon.com slash Comedians of Wrestling. Access to all of our fucking bonus episodes, tons of archives, our account movie club. We watch movies with pro wrestlers in it. Um, we get access to stickers. We're going to be, uh, uh, the account movie club is going to be coming back. We talk AEW NXT on Fridays. I mean, there's no reason not to support what we're doing here. We're throwing this episode for a few. I mean, we're unstoppable over here. But you also get access to vote on which one of these men are taking home the gloves. And you do that on Facebook, uh, on a Comedians Wrestling Facebook group. There'll be a poll in there where you can vote. Um, and if you're a patron, you can vote on our Discord a second time. You get access to second votes because it's stolen. It's a fixed. It's a fixed election. 
It's annoyingly fixed. You can vote twice on our uh, Patreon uh, Discord channel. We'll post a poll in there. Um, and just remember that these AJ Styles gloves gloves are uh, on the line. And everybody, um, I would just like to tell you guys, thank you for stopping by the first debate here on Cal. Had a great time. I am Dan Black, the host of the Regular Guy News Podcast, which comes out every single Tuesday night slash Wednesday morning. Check that out. And everybody, thank you for stopping by and keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Jim Thank, thank, thank you, Phil. Thank you, Dan. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. No, 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 no. Thank you. Thank you. You did great, man. Phil. You guys were great. Great job. You guys were great. You guys were incredible. You, you were awesome too out there. Great you job. You were great. Honestly, it's great. Honestly, it went better than I thought. The yeah. whole thing, it went better than I thought. I thought it was uh, smooth. Yeah, I thought it was great. Dan, you were great. How'd you feel? Yeah, you, but yeah I know. Yeah. You, great. great hosting great. job, Dan. Excellent job. Thank oh, you. Oh, I know. Thank you. That really means a lot to me. Phil, great job, Phil. Really, Dipperstein, you look incredible, man. I think you... You would get Carmella for sure over me. Phil, what do you think? How do we do? Phil. <laughs> 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 <laughs>